You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. This is Women to Watch. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. Be inspired by women from across the globe who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Now, Women to Watch. Here's your host, Sue Rocco. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for another week of Women to Watch here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm so thrilled uh, to have a very special lady with me who's going to be joining me in just a moment. Her name is Sue Phillips, and Sue is the president and CEO of Centerprises which is a fine art and fragrance company based in New York. And she's going to be joining me by phone in just a moment. You'll also hear from our watch team of contributors, bringing you news and information from their industries in health, technology, education, leadership, diversity, finance, and education. So be sure to stay with us during the breaks to hear from all of our watch team contributors. And if you'd like to connect with me or any member of our team, always feel free to reach out at womentowatch.net. That's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter, uh, which will give you the uh, lineup that we have scheduled uh, with some amazing women due to be on the show and uh, some great content from our um, international contributors as well. So now I'm thrilled to welcome to the show. Sue Phillips, President and CEO of Center Prizes. Sue, welcome to the show. Hello, Susan. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. You know, it's been a while since you and I first met uh, and connected, and I think it was a women's event in New York um, several years ago, and and we talked about having you on the show. So I'm, I'm glad we finally were able to do it. I know how busy you are. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. And, you know, thanks to modern technology, you're where you are, and I'm in Manhattan, and we can speak to each other, which is great. (laughs) That's great. So, listen, you know, in my research um, on you, I I 
you know, learned that you were born in Johannesburg, South Africa. Yeah. And your mother really was an amazing artist. Um, I, of course, went to the site that you um, kind of devoted to her and her work. Love to talk to you about that. And your dad was a, a self-made businessman. Yeah. Tell me tell me about the early years before you came to the U.S. in 77. Well, the, the early years were really filled with my mom's amazing artistic talents. And she was an artist, as you know. She was a singer, as um, a wonderful singer, a, um, a flower designer. Her home was always filled with flowers and wonderful aromas coming from the kitchen. And even though she was a, quote, housewife, she was a Renaissance woman because she um, had a beautiful singing voice. So she sang in opera. Um, she sang in um, the choir. And she was also an amazing floral artist and designer. So, you know, I grew up in a home filled with beautiful aromas, beautiful aesthetics, her artwork all over the home. And my dad was the grounding factor. He was a solid businessman, but he really appreciated the arts and he was her biggest supporter. So I have to say I'm very thankful that I had both aspects, um, you know, I was surrounded by both aspects, art and business. Mm. Tell me how that, that combination of creativity and, and business acumen has helped um, your success running your own company. Well, I think from the standpoint of creativity, uh, unfortunately, I cannot draw at all. But my creativity stems from being surrounded with beautiful colors and art and music and um, beautiful aesthetics. And so from that standpoint, I feel that I do interpret um, my business through the senses. And I always like to say that I celebrate the senses. Um, and I think from a standpoint of business acumen, my father always, um, you know, really showed us that being an entrepreneur and a self-made businessman and somebody who was um, involved in business, uh, it was a good thing. So it was really two, two factors, if you will, two spectrums of, the, of, of both sides of the coin, if you will, the art and the, and the business. Um, I think that it has really stood me in good stead as I am a entrepreneur. Um, and, you know, having been in my own business for the last 30-something years, uh, I am constantly reminded that uh, being an entrepreneur and being in business is a challenge. But if you love what you do and if you're passionate about it, then it's really not work. That's right. Um, I want to talk about um, a site that you created in honor of your mom. And, uh, of course, I went and looked at it, it uh, the number two, marvelous, the number four words, two marvelous for words dot com. Yeah. It's really an eclectic um, mix of artistic medium. And she's done some beautiful paintings. I I wanted to tell you personally, um, my mother has Alzheimer's, oh. and I know that your mom passed from Alzheimer's, and, yeah. and I wanted to share a quote, something that you said that really touched me um, about that experience. You said, the remaining three years of my mother's life were a blessing as she was spared the pain and agony of her Alzheimer's and what finally led to her peaceful and painless departure into eternal life. You know, I, I read that, and of course, it brought tears to my eyes. And then I thought, gosh, what a positive outlook um, that you have around that experience. 
Well, you know, um, it's in, I'm so happy that you talked about this, and I really, really appreciate you talking about my mom because her name was Grace. She was really a very graceful woman. And the fact that this incredibly dynamic and multifaceted and talented Renaissance woman was stricken with this dreadful disease was just just so insidious. And I felt that, um, you know, we wanted to celebrate her life. And because I'm involved in the fragrance business and industry, you know, fragrance and memory are so related. And it just... Um, I, I try and do a lot of fundraising uh, work for Alzheimer's. We do fundraising events. I try to bring awareness to Alzheimer's through fragrance because it does touch our memory and our emotions. Mm. And um, at the very end, you know, this final exhibition we did for mom, I called it Celebration of the Senses. And my brother and I uh, co-spearheaded it. Um, we had 450 of her beautiful paintings that had been in storage. Uh, we um, were able to get a an art exhibition space at Scripps Memorial Hospital in San Diego, which is where she was. And they loved her artwork, and they said they wanted to really celebrate her, her life. And so they gave us the exhibition for three months, and we had all her beautiful artwork um, exhibited in the uh, auditorium and in the hallways of Scripps Memorial Hospital. And the night of the gala event, I called it Celebrating the Senses. So we had South African food, uh, music, and wine donated. Um, it was a fundraising event for Alzheimer's and Scripps Memorial Hospital. Um, I had South African Airways donate a round-trip ticket to South Africa and a four-day trip to the game reserve. And as I said, we had this gala reception event with beautiful music, South African music, South African wine and food, and South African backdrops. So when people walked into the auditorium in the space, they were really walking into a beautiful space. Um, and anybody who bought a painting that night was eligible for the trip to South Africa. Mm. So it was a beautiful Wonderful way to event. celebrate her life and her artwork and really to talk about the importance of trying to raise funds for Alzheimer's. Yeah, well, I, I support that. That sounds like a, a really beautiful, wonderful event. Um, we're going to take a quick break, Sue, and when we come back, I want to talk about your coming to the U.S. Um, to pursue acting and singing. Okay, stay, great. Stay with us for our CEO Watch with Dawn Zier and our Leadership Watch with Holly Dowling. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. CEO Watch. Hi, I'm Don Zier, CEO of Nutrisystem with today's CEO Watch. As a leader, setting a deliberate culture should be your first priority. If you don't do this, it will be defined for you. Over the last few weeks, we talked about creating a facts-based culture. We talked about the importance of F, which is focus, and A, which is accountability. Today, we move to C, which embraces a customer-centric mentality. One of the things that we embrace at Nutrisystem is something that Jeff Bezos from Amazon has often talked about. That is, the customer should always have a seat at the table. Customer feedback is rooted in every decision we make at Nutrisystem. It encompasses everything from product innovation to marketing to policies and even corporate giveback. It's really easy to fall into the trap, and I've seen many companies do this, of assuming that we, the company, know what's best for the customer. 
First, let me assure you this is not true. Small sample groups of executives, even the smartest, rarely emulate mainstream America thinking. And second, taking it one step further, there's a big difference between need and want. At Nutrisystem, we spend a lot of time analyzing macro trends across health and wellness and nutrition, and we conduct a lot of research to consumers and customers to understand what is of interest to them. We then overlay interest with willingness to pay and cost to deliver. And that brings me to our secret weapon, our contact center. There's nothing more powerful than having a direct line each and every day to your customers. Our colleagues in our contact center have a unique perspective, and I was shocked when I arrived at the company that no one from marketing was even tapping into this resource. Fast forward to today, and every marketing person spends time in the contact center, listening to calls, and we have regular meetings with the contact center teams, getting their perspectives and ideas around what is working and what is not. And here's the magic. These folks, through their insights, have given us many golden nuggets that have resulted in superior products for our customers and rising profits for the company. A true win-win. Thanks, everyone. I'm Donzier Nutrisystem. I'll be back next week to talk more about company culture for CEO Watch. Have a great week. Do you have a financial advisor who you trust that looks at you as more than just a number? At the Foley Hillsley Group, that person is Kristen Hillsley. Kristen's team has a different approach to managing your wealth called the Panorama Process. This unique process helps you obtain your financial goals easily because it's more than just investments, it's about you. To learn more, visit their website at fhbaird.com or call 610-238-6636. The Foley-Hilsey Group is affiliated with Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated Member SIPC. Log on to fhbaird.com to learn more. That's fhbaird.com. So if you need a financial advisor you can trust, Call Kristen Hillsley at 610-238-6636. That's 610-238-6636. Women to Watch. Leadership Watch. Hi, everybody. Holly Dowling here with your Leadership Watch. And today I'm kicking it off by opening up my favorite book of inspiration, which is a collection called Hollyism. Love for you to reach out. I'm giving something very special to the listeners of Women to Watch. So please reach out to my website. I want to start with life is not about work. Rather, your work should bring you life and brighten your life. So are you shining? Is your work and your everyday platform of how you're leading, how you're bringing your work, your career, your everyday energy, is it bringing you life or is it draining you? And only you know the answer to this question. It is something I've been passionate about for close to two decades, and I spend a lot of time around the world helping people rekindle their passion, their strengths, what makes them shine. And you know, I am going to call you out as a leader of others. It starts with you. You see, there's an empathy and a ripple effect when you are leading others, whether a small team, the people in your personal life, we're all leaders every day. It's how we influence. And are you leading through a lens of shining your light or can people feel you drained, depressed, and completely overwhelmed? Trust me when I say people can feel it. It's a ripple effect and it affects everyone like a pebble in a pond. So today, tomorrow morning when you wake up, I'd love you to take just a few minutes of silence and I'd love for you to spend a few minutes 
thinking about what it is you truly love to do in this world and how can you rekindle for one day at a time the spirit of bringing your passion to this world and let your light shine and watch the magic begin. People around you, your clients, people on the phone, people everywhere will begin to feel and experience your light shining. Please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you at hollydowling.com. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm joined this evening by Sue Phillips, the president and CEO of Centerprises uh, and the founder of this Centarium in New York. And we were talking about your early years um, in Johannesburg, which your your accent, by the way, is so lovely and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so you came to the U.S. In, in 1977 to pursue acting and singing. Yeah. And I'm assuming you went right to New York? Yes, okay. right to New York. How old were you? Oh, I, do I have to really tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming you were a young girl. And, yes. you know, mom and dad went to the West Coast and you went to the East Coast. And, right. uh, you know, I think... <laughs> I'll ask you this. Were you were you scared coming to a new country, new city? Well, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you the back story. I-, I came here in 1976. My brother was living in New York City, and um, he actually, he and his wife were going to have their first daughter. So we came in 1976 for the bicentennial celebrations and to um, you know, for a vacation. And I will tell you that it was such a joy to see America uh, for the bicentennial celebration. It was positive and happy and excited. And, you know, America was on a holiday. And I have to say that um, seven months later, I was living here because I just fell in love with the energy and positivity of South Africa, wow. of America. Wow. And the reason I came was because my brother and sister-in-law were having their first child. Okay. And I thought that it would be a wonderful way to come to America, pursue an acting career, and at the time, South Africa was very challenged politically, and it was just a, a whole different change in my life. Um, and what happened was uh, I came to America, fell in love with America. Uh, unfortunately, at the time, I didn't realize that, you know, you had to be a member of SAG and AFTRA and all the unions in order to act. So I started to act um, part-time at night, and during the day, I worked um, to get my green card, which I ultimately got. Mm-hmm. And then um, because I was singing and acting at night and because I was working during the day, ultimately it led to me working at Elizabeth Arden. And my colleagues at Elizabeth Arden would come and hear me sing and perform at night. And word got out that I was a performer. And uh, a position opened up at Elizabeth Arden in training. And somebody said they thought I'd be really great in training. And I said, well, what's training? And they said, you have to train the people behind the counter who sell the Arden products all about product knowledge and, and motivate them and inspire them to really sell the product. And so mm. that's how I landed up in the cosmetic industry, okay. totally serendipitously. Um, and because I landed up uh, working at Elizabeth Arden in training, which ultimately led to me being in product development, marketing, and so on, my my theatrical career took a backseat okay. uh, to the wonderful world of cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, then after Elizabeth Arden for six years, I was uh, recruited and hired by Lancome as marketing director for fragrance. And so you might want to know, how did I get to become interested in fragrance? Well, it was totally on-the-job training. And I landed up ultimately uh, working and developing fragrances uh, at, at 
Lancome, and then after four years, Tiffany hired me as vice president of marketing for the Tiffany Perfume. Okay. And so if you'd have told me growing up in South Africa that I'd be living in America and working as vice president of marketing for Tiffany to develop their Tiffany perfume, I'd say, well, that's impossible. But <laughs> guess what? It happens. Right. <laughs> well, it's a great example of how, you know, um, our paths can take completely different turns. And but it, but it's interesting because you kind of you fell into this uh, arena that you so love and yeah. have expanded it so much beyond um, just a fragrance company, um, forming Centerprises in 1990. Yeah. Um, I think people would be surprised at how how many facets of business um, can be incorporated into, as you call, celebrating the senses. And you really have taken it into the corporate world. Um, tell us about the workshops that you do. Well, what happened was after I left Tiffany to have my daughter, I started my Centerprises company. And that was just another wonderful way of the, the world. The word just came to me one morning around 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, Enterprises and Scent. And I felt that I was a very enterprising woman doing work in Scent. And that's how the word came to be, Centerprises. So I trademarked that. Mm-hmm. and. Today, my company is more than just consulting. Um, I started uh, after I left Tiffany. I developed and launched the Burberry fragrance and Avon and Trish McAvoy and Lancaster. I consulted for many, many companies. And then in 2008, obviously, there was a big financial situation and crisis that went on. And so I had to reinvent myself. And the fact that uh, I had become so involved with fragrance and really at this point had become a fragrance expert, um, I started to think about what's next. And the term bespoke kept on coming to me, which was a very traditional English term. And not too many people knew about what bespoke meant, which mm-hmm. is you know, all about customization and made to order, if you will. Um, and I started to think about really creating bespoke fragrance experiences And that's really how ultimately Centerprises developed. Uh, We created a custom fragrance experience. I developed fragrances um, that really span the entire olfactive palette. Uh, Five years ago, I opened the Centarium, which is a beautiful oasis in the heart of Tribeca, which is a little perfumery where we've had thousands of people come in and create their own custom perfumes. And we've had marvelous celebrities um, meet with us and want to create fragrances. And um, we really have taken the idea of the magic and the mystery of fragrance beyond the bottle. We've really created these wonderful corporate experiences, team-building experiences. We do bridal events. And it's really all about helping people reflect their individuality and their personality through a bespoke perfume. It's, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the Centarium and what that experience is like um, after we take our second break. Um, we'll be right back. Stay with us for Dr. Marianne Ritchie's Health Watch and Fortis Wealth for our Finance Watch. You're listening to Women to Watch. Now, the Women to Watch Health Watch. For Health Watch, I'm Dr. Marianne Ritchie. February, Heart Health Month. Coronary artery disease is the most common cause of death of women in the U.S. Women worry about cancer, especially breast cancer, but more women die from heart disease than breast cancer. There are significant differences in symptoms and outlook of heart disease in men from women. 
The most common heart attack symptom is some type of pain, pressure in the chest. But more often, it's very subtle in women, and some women have no chest pain at all. Instead, they have pain in the neck, jaw, shoulder, or even abdomen. Maybe shortness of breath, pain in one or both arms, nausea, vomiting, sweating, dizziness, or just feeling more tired than usual. Men can have chest tightness, usually with exercise. Women have a crushing burning pain, which can come at rest, during sleep, or even with stress. So a heart attack can go unrecognized, and women are more likely to be sent home from the emergency room without being admitted. Risk factors may differ too. High blood pressure, cholesterol, and obesity are risky in everyone, but diabetes, smoking, lack of activity, mental stress or depression, certain chemotherapies, and family history add more risk in women than men. So if you think you're having a heart attack, call an ambulance. Do not drive yourself to the emergency room. And when you recuperate, promise, get your weight below a BMI of 25. Stop smoking and get moving. Remember, Saturday, March 2, join us for the Pink Plus Symposium at Jefferson. Free event. Learn about breast, colon, gynecology, and lung cancers, even genetic testing. Call 215-503-9531. That's 215-503-9531. Take care, divas. I heart you. Since 1858, Mount St. Joseph Academy has been educating girls to be leaders, founders, and independent thinkers. Students are taught to be collaborative, courageous, compassionate, confident, and spiritual. In this student-centered environment, the young women are transformed by recognizing their own potential and are encouraged to use it to make a difference in the world. To learn more about Mount St. Joseph Academy, go to www.msjacad.org or call 215-233-3177. That's msjacad.org or 215-233-3177. Introducing Pathways Consulting Group, a company that will align your IT needs with your business goals. Pathways is a full-service ServiceNow partner. What does that mean? It's simple. Pathways will collaborate and design, develop, and deploy solutions for your company today that will define tomorrow. Pathways will provide world-class enterprise service management solutions. Pathways Consulting Group. They listen. They care. They execute. Go to PathwaysCG.com. That's PathwaysCG.com. If you believe that family, charity, or money is deeply important for the greater good, Fortis Wealth and you to a highly personalized financial discovery process to help you visualize your financial legacy. It's not for everyone, but if you're willing to invest the time and thought, they can offer advice and strategies to help you accomplish your dreams. Fortis Advisors is a wholly owned subsidiary of Fortis Wealth, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Visit Fortis-Wealth.com today because tomorrow is waiting. The Women to Watch Finance Watch. Hi, this is Terry, And this is Christina. And we're from Fortis Wealth. Last week, you talked about asset allocation, which simply put is the mix of stocks, bonds, and cash in your portfolio. Could you remind me again why this diversification is important? Can't I just buy one stock and hope for the best? You could, but that's like putting all your eggs in one basket. Stocks and bonds and different types of stocks and bonds tend to act differently under the same market conditions. Combining a variety of assets could reduce the overall risk. 
Most investment professionals agree that, although it does not guarantee against loss, diversification is the most important component of reaching long-range financial goals while minimizing risk. Well, that makes sense. But we also hear terms like value, growth, small cap, large cap, international. What does all that mean? That's a great question. Investors who purchase growth stocks expect returns from increases in the stock price and not from dividends. Value stocks tend to trade at a lower price relative to their fundamentals, such as dividends, earnings, and sales. International stocks refer to companies based outside of the U.S., and emerging market stocks provide the opportunity to invest in developing countries. And then CAP, is that short for something? Yes, for market capitalization which is the amount of a company's outstanding stock shares multiplied by the current market price of one share. Do I have to figure that out by myself? <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to do the calculation. Check with your advisor or look at sources like Morningstar.com and others who have already done all the complicated analysis. Much of it is free. So I could just pick a bunch of different mutual funds in my 401k and I'll be automatically diversified. Where's that easy button? Not necessarily. Even with different names, those mutual funds could be comprised of many of the same stocks and bonds. You may want to do a little more homework, again using available tools, or better yet, consulting with your investment advisor. Well, thank you for all this great information, Christina. This is Terry. And this is Christina. Peace out. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us. I'm having a really wonderful conversation with Sue Phillips, the president and CEO of Centerprises, which she came up with that name on her own. It's trademarked. It belongs to her, and it's kind of a take on enterprise. Um, really creative. And the Centarium, which is in New York, um, it's in Tribeca? Yes. Right? And people get to come in and create their own fragrance. I think, you know, that's really exciting. First of all, I will get up there and do it um, at some point. Mm-hmm. And you've managed to gain the attention of uh, a big celebrity base. Talk about some of the people that have come in and created their fragrance with you. Well, it's always very exciting because uh, we are by appointment only. And so I never know who's going to be calling or emailing. And one particular time I was in this perfumery and I called the Centarium. I was on my way back home and I got a call on my cell phone saying, um, hello, we'd like to come in and make an appointment. And we're with a celebrity. And I said, well, where are you? And they said, well, we're up on 65th Street, which is where my apartment is. And I said, well, um, I've just left the Centurion, but if you would like to come back downtown, uh, pick me up and we can go downtown. And this big stretch limo picked me up outside Bloomingdale's. I told them where I was. And it turned out to be um, Jamie Foxx, uh, his assistants. And they had heard about me and they wanted to come in and create a fragrance. So, oh, that's um, so we went exciting. downtown and it was fun. We had a great experience. <laughs> and then he actually came in uh, two days later and he wanted to tweak it. And uh, that's what he did. And he was just charming and lovely and energetic. Um, And then, you know, we started getting other people contacting us and and making appointments to come and see us. Yeah, that's exciting and fun. And, and, you know, the word will spread organically. You're also going to participate in the uh, gift bags, or you did for the Grammys, and you're going to be in uh, the bags for the Oscars. Yes. That's great exposure by uh, this wonderful company, Distinctive Assets, and they do the official Grammy gift bag every year. Um, And they asked me if I would do it, and so we had to scramble, um, but it was a real honor. So we made a a beautiful, bespoke 
perfume and you know people say well what did you call it and what did you do well understanding that you know people uh, mostly in LA uh, wanted something light and very refreshing and very uplifting and confidence building I didn't do anything heavy and very um, overpowering I wanted really beautiful light refreshing fragrance that could be worn by men and women and so I created this luxurious uh, effervescent beautiful, sparkling, citrus, fresh, uh, exhilarating fragrance. And when it arrived, um, the founder of the company said to me, Sue, the box just arrived. He said, I love, he he said, he wrote to me, he said, it smells amazing and I love the scent. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good testimonial, thank goodness. Listen, I wanted to ask you if you're familiar, because... The field of aromatherapy and essential oils and, mm-hmm. you know, working for health um, is very, very popular today. Um, there's a company called Homesick Candles. Are you familiar with that? No. So they design a candle that smells like the state or reminds you of the state you live in. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a very typical kind of um, sort of initiative. Companies love to bring memories and of course as we know fragrance and memory are so connected and you know when people are you know the thing about fragrance and I think why this homesick candle thing works well is because people can walk down the street and they suddenly can smell something that can totally stop them in their tracks and you can be transported back to a childhood memory or to a an occasion or an emotion or even, you know, remind you of somebody you've met over the years. So, yes, there is an element of being homesick. And so I understand that, um, you know, they talk about candles that smell like home. Well, every every city, every state, every country, every area has its own indigenous aroma. So, um, you know, fragrance and memory are very, very powerfully connected. Yes, it's fascinating, really. Um one of the things I believe you're still um, doing is um, teaching. You're an adjunct professor yes. of fragrance development at, at Lim College, yes. LAM. Can you talk a little bit about the science behind? Uh, well, fra- you know, fragrance. I always like to say it's the art of perf- the art of perfume is really a combination of art and science. The art comes from the aspect of creativity. You know what. Uh, what uh, uh, aromas and what uh, ingredients you want to create and, and so on and how you combine them. The science is really knowing what chemicals and what organic chemistry goes together. So perfumers can actually study for years and years, you know, five years or so, uh, studying organic chemistry and studying molecules and seeing which molecules work well together and which don't. And so people think it's it's so easy. It's really not. Um, mm. I am not a perfumer. I did not study organic chemistry. But over the years, I've developed a really fine sense of smell. And what I call myself really is a fragrance designer. Um, and I can really understand aromas based on people's personality and also think about, you know, how food and flavor and colors and music are all intertwined. And so we have a beautiful scent quiz, which I can tell you about, um, and how we help people 
really reflect their individuality and personality through beautiful perfumes. Okay. Um, we can uh, maybe talk about that in the next segment. We're sure. going to take another break. Stay with us for our Tech Watch with Mary Manzo and our Diversity Watch with Hanadi Shahabuddin. We'll be right back. This is the Women to Watch Diversity Watch. Peace be upon you all. This is Hanadi with your weekly diversity segment. I was sharing with a friend a while back the challenges I'm facing in tackling conversations about Muslims in the workplace. She paused for a moment and said, Hanadi, change takes time. You may not even see the result of what you're planting, but the seeds are there. Her answer made me stop and think, how could I forget that? My restlessness settled as I remembered the virtues of being patient. Islam is a religion that has patience embedded in all its practices. Look at the five daily prayers that committed Muslims perform every day. A pre-dawn prayer, noon, afternoon, sunset and night prayer. An act of worship that constantly and continuously requires readjusting. Being patient and persevering despite mishaps keep Muslims connected. Children are encouraged to start that practice as early as seven years old. It'll teach them patience and perseverance early on. Fasting during the month of Ramadan, which requires abstaining from food or drink from pre-dawn to sunset, is another example. For the past few years, Ramadan, which is the ninth lunar month, has been falling in the summertime, mounting up to 17 hours of fasting for healthy adults. Though challenging, Muslims do not look at those hours as painful, but rather a thoughtful and peaceful submission to God. It's a time to build willpower and center ourselves. Quote, those who patiently persevere will truly receive a reward without measure, end quote. A divine promise in chapter 39 in the Quran that will never fail. The reward of patience is always worth the wait, whether in business or in difficult times. Quote, surely with every hardship there is ease, with every hardship there is ease, end quote. The repetition in chapter 94 indicates more than one ease for every hardship. My friend reminded me of the key to success, and today I remind you, patience pays back in abundance. For more on Muslims, connect with me on HanadiSpeaksOut.com. Who is Holly Dowling? Holly is a dynamic keynote speaker and inspirational thought leader. You see what we have the ability to do and the power we have. You hold the power for good. Each and every one of us can do something. Holly has inspired millions around the world, including over 500,000 executives, and her show is listened to in 87 countries. Now we're going to spend 25 minutes on your areas of opportunity. Listen to our internationally acclaimed podcast, A Celebration of You, Holly Dowling, empowering those who can change the world. HollyDowling.com. Now, the women to watch. Tech Watch. Hi, I'm Mary Manso of Pathways Consulting Group. When I was in grammar school, we had career day, and in high school, we had college fairs. Both were meant to be informative and intended to get me thinking about my future. But yet my knowledge of what types of careers were available to me was still very limited. There were the basic careers, nurse, teachers, secretary, social worker, and at one point I thought maybe park ranger. I didn't know how many options I actually had. Now fast forward, have things really changed? Do teenagers have access to the knowledge needed to make choices early on before attending and investing in college? When I went to business school, I took a class on word processing. Yes, I'm that old. At the time, we were taught how word processing can streamline repeatable documents. When I landed my first job, I was hired to create a process in a law firm that would enable all repeatable documents to become nothing more than fill in the blank. This would allow the fast-growing law firm to keep up with the demand and backlog that they had. 
I had no idea that what I was doing was considered business process design, but I sure had a knack for it and I really liked it. I felt like I was transforming the business to run more efficiently and I was making a great contribution. There's a misconception amongst young individuals that in order to be considered a technologist, you have to be a coder or developer. But technology goes far beyond hands on the keyboard. At Pathways, we implement the technology called ServiceNow. Yes, we have developers, but we also have business analysts, program coordinators, quality testers, and they too are considered technology experts. And these are only a few of the roles that make up our technology company. So when considering and discussing technology as a career path with young girls, it's important that we have girls who code, but equally important are all the other roles and careers that make up the world of technology. For more information on this topic, please email me at mary at pathwayscg.com. Now more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Sue Phillips, the president and CEO of Centerprises uh, and founder of the Centarium in New York, Tribeca, where people go and can customize their own fragrance. Um, You know, I mentioned to you during the break, Sue, that what you have built and created is very unique. And, you know, being an entrepreneur is never easy. I I wonder if if there's a woman listening who perhaps is um, pursuing a new business that is uncharted territory as well, if you can share some of the challenges you faced and and some advice. Well, yes. Um, It's always a a challenge being an entrepreneur and doing something um, and following a different path. I know when I first started, um, people actually kind of really, they really laughed at me. They said, what are you doing, Tupperware parties for perfume? (laughs) And they literally laughed in my face. And, you know, it was fine because I really believed in what I was doing. And it's not so much that I was selling perfume, but honestly, having people discover and find a fragrance that they love and that just help them be confident and reflect their individuality was so wonderful because their eyes lit up suddenly and I saw the joy that I was bringing to people. So I really, not, I'm not selling perfume. I'm selling magic and mystery and confidence and positivity. Mm, I love that. It's so, so true because <laughs> when you were describing uh, walking down a street, particularly in a, in a city, and there's a scent or a smell, and it does, it takes you to a different place. Yeah. Um, I think I read that it's actually the strongest of the senses. It is. Um, actually, studies have been written and, and studies have been done where the our strongest sense is our sense of sight, because obviously sight, you know, has, you can see so much, but our most powerful sense is our sense of smell. And um, uh, there was a Professor Lindstrom um, who actually has done studies, and uh, he has actually um, shown that our strongest, our most powerful sense is our sense of smell. And it really is, um, it, it's true, it, it really is fascinating that uh, our sense of sight is our first, but the second most powerful sense um, is our sense of smell. Can you tell us what the greatest challenge for you has been, Sue, in, in running this company? Well, I have to say that the challenge is, first of all, being a woman-owned business in a male-dominated world is, has been a challenge. And also because fragrance in some instances, in some circles, people think of as very frivolous. So, you know, here I am, a woman-owned business, 
uh, coming from South Africa, um, and then doing something in perfumery, which people think is a little bit um, frivolous, has been a challenge. But uh, I will tell you, and I tell this to all my students, and I really tell this to people, that really believing in what you're doing and loving and being passionate about what you do is, is three-quarters of the way there. There will always be challenges, whether you work in a full-time a corporate position, if you have your own business or if you're a, an employee, there will always be challenges. But if you're on your own and if you really want to pursue something and develop you know, uh, something that you love, um, go for it because the rewards will be so much greater um, than the challenges. And I don't mean financial rewards. I just mean being able to reflect who you are, being able to be in charge of your own destiny, being able to make decisions and being able to really help people and being able to be versatile and to be nimble. You know, uh, sometimes in corporations you're not able to make decisions as quickly because there are rules and there are time constraints. But you know, you can really make decisions very quickly on your own um, yes. without having to follow so many corporate guidelines mm, and so on. Yes. Would you say, um, Sue, that you've let go of that uh, care of, of what other people think about your business? Are you, you know, have if- No, no, no. I, I really do care greatly. Um, and I think uh, it's not that I, I didn't care before. I've always cared. But now I care even more so because customer service is so important. I really want people to leave with a very positive um, opinion and a positive experience. Uh, and when I get positive testimonials, it really makes me so happy. Um, I had a situation the other day. Somebody made a fragrance and they took the scent quiz and I kind of thought it might have been a little bit more skewed towards an oriental. And she said to me, Sue, I really, it's too vanilla-y. Could you change it? And so she said, I'll send it back to her. I said, no, just keep it. Don't worry. And it was for her 35th birthday and it was very important. So I changed it and I sent her a beautiful, very floral fragrance is what, is what she wanted. And she wrote the most wonderful review and testimonial saying that this really typifies what she wanted for her very special 35th birthday. So when I get a comment and a testimonial like that, it just makes me feel that what I'm doing is so worthwhile that I can really entrap her feelings and her emotions in a bottle of fragrance and she's going to wear it and it's going to make her feel spectacular. All day long. Yes, and night. <laughs> <laughs> and night, that's right. Uh, listen, Sue, if uh, someone's listening and wants to be in touch, what's the best way to do that? Um, yes, please. I'd love to see you. Um, my my website is centerprises.com. That's sent with an S-C-E-N-T. So centerprises, one word, dot mm-hmm, com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perfumery is the centarium, also with an S-C-E-N-T-A-R-I-U-M. I am a entrepreneur. <laughs> um, my Facebook and Twitter, I'm all, um, and you can find me through Sue Phillips Fragrance Enterprises, Centrally Sue, and the Centarium. Do you enjoy the, the social media aspect of running a business? Well, it's very challenging. And, yeah. you know, again, it's very time consuming, but it is. it's something that one has to do. I think if you're particularly in your own business today, and it has to be your authentic voice. That's so right. One yes. of the things that I try and do is I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and it's in my voice. That's right. 
And again, the beautiful voice that it is. So <laughs> thank you so much for taking time to share your story. I appreciate it. You're thank doing you a wonderful so thing. Love to see you in the Centarium. I will. I will call you. Thank you. That's it, everyone, Take for care. another week of Women to Watch. Thank you so much to our sponsors and advertisers for helping me to bring you the real story behind her title here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Have a great week. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.